Welcome to the IJ Sofa podcast, episode two. On today's show, we have Marcel Taylor, one of the lads from the gym. He talks about training at the gym, his passion for gardening, and also growing up in Birmingham, boxing, karate. Enjoy the show, guys. Take care. Marcel. Hello. Hello. Hello, Marcel. Hello, mate. Yeah, I can hear you loud yeah, and clear. Good stuff. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm blessed. I'm. I'm uh, we're well, actually. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Considering... Thanks for joining us on the podcast today, mate. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. Yeah, it gets me out of uh, doing the stuff I've. I've been. Um, I've been doing it at the moment, which is the garden and a few other things. So yeah, it's a change. Yeah, today. I was going to uh, talk about that, mate. How's the gardening going? Um, yeah, considering I, I mean, I, I can't begin to imagine what everyone's going through, but personally speaking, it, it's um, I found it to be pretty therapeutic, actually. In, you know, in terms of doing the things that um, I've wanted to do around the house been studying and things like that and photography so I've, uh, I've I've been really enjoying it yeah I can imagine a few days a lot of people are in the same boat where all the things that they've been wanting to do all year all the job lists that they've had on the, the to-do list they're, they're managing to get the things done now yeah definitely I mean it's really strange how you know you, you're in that nine to five you're working constantly and you, you don't even get time to to breathe or do the things that you're meant to do in order to just live and enjoy life. So um, being able to, you know, get up and not have the same routine, but have a routine where, you know, I'm getting things done. Um, that's, that's a blessing. I give thanks. Yeah. Because, um, you know, when you think about some of the places around the world, I mean, I mean, we're, we're quite lucky in, in the fact that, you know, we've, we're in the West and, you know, we have this so-called social system that's, you know, fantastic and, you know, NHS and everything else. But when you look at other countries where, you know, they've got slums, they've got um, like the favelas in Brazil or, you know, the shanty towns in, in South Africa or the places of just around the world, you just think how are they dealing with it? So you just have to give thanks. Yeah, definitely, mate. Definitely. Especially like, it's something that we're all not used to, is it, mate? Like we said in the last one, it's we've never been in this position before. So, I'm I've managed to get the stuff done that we needed to get done. But again, a lot of people are less fortunate than ourselves. But let's get back to you, mate. Mm. So, what have you been doing in the garden? Tell us yeah. all about your little project that uh, you've been keeping to yourself, <laughs> and everybody doesn't know it. You're a little bit of a green thumb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've nicknamed my uh, garden the. Dr. Green Thumbs Cultivation Corner. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I've, uh, it's something I've been thinking about because my, my wife, Brigitte, um, her parents have got um, a very big garden and they grow lots of vegetables and everything else and flowers and things. So it's been good to get to see that. And then here, I was, I've been contemplating, you know, doing some kind of um, self, self-sufficiency in terms of growing stuff. So um, I took this opportunity and I've cut down a load of trees and bushes and stuff and uh, planted. Um, so I've now I've got leeks, carrots, cabbage, kale, strawberries, raspberries, blackberries, uh, potatoes, onions, garlic, yeah, and some herbs as well. So I've been yeah, it's been it's been really good. That has been very good. yeah. Can yeah. I... I think I think that's really helped. Sorry, dear go on, mate. No, I was just saying that that's really helped to um, uh, during this whole lockdown. Um, and in, instead of sort of um, surviving, I've just been living, which is which has been really good. And I'm, I'm just very fortunate to be in that position. Yeah. Um, because, you know, especially when you look at all those high rises in Manchester and all the other, everywhere else. And, you know, they've got nowhere to go apart from getting out, going downstairs, getting in a lift. Yeah. You know, so... Uh, and the weather's not been bad, has it, Paul? I bet you've been able to make use of the weather at the moment. Yeah, yeah, the weather's been good. I mean, we've been, we've been going out for walks and stuff, um, which has been good. I mean, it was it was quite quite interesting trying to get 
you know, because this, this um, the method I've done for the garden, it's uh, this no dig where you you can plant straight on to grass or weeds or whatever, and you put cardboard down, and then you put manure, and then you put compost. And it's this, so trying to get manure during this whole lockdown has been like mission impossible. Like, so you're giving a shout out to anyone who's got a load of it, give you do you a favor, yeah. <laughs> it's just, and also, they might want to return, they want to buy some of your fruit and veg off your pal. So, you're going to start a little market, hey. yeah. Yeah, we're going to do something, do something with Paul at, uh, at our uh, at our Mecca, which is our um. Uh, RGA Salford would probably set up a little stall there. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, mate. Uh, it's good. I'm yeah. sure a lot of people will be interested in doing the same, and hopefully, either you can get tips off some of the guys in the gym, or um, you can be giving tips to some people like that, or someone might be interested in doing something similar. Yeah, because it's it's been you know I can't I can't stress it enough how that just getting outside and not having to think oh shit I've got to get to work I've got to do this I've got to do that. You know, and I'm just growing food and, you know, and finding out as I'm going along how these things work, what I need to do, what I shouldn't do, you know, when to water, when to not water and, um, you know. Science in itself, that, mate, just just the whole, even if you're just eating one, just one vegetable, just to learn the ins and outs of that particular vegetable. I I got the time for it, to be honest, mate, but I'm glad you have. Yeah. So how 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 are you, how are you, how are you and how's the family and how have you been? Yeah, we're all good, mate. Yeah, we like I say, we just we're we're fortunate. We got a nice back garden, um, the place that we rent, and um, yeah, I've seen that. It's it's just nice. We um, it's just nice to be able to use that space. Like my mum, um, she's she's not very well. She's she's got um, well, I'm not gonna go into it too much, but she's not very well. She's not been able to leave the house for like the whole lockdown she's not literally left the street or the house Sorry to hear that. yeah so right, we right. get to go out and go for walks and stuff but she don't really want to take the chance but um, yeah everything's fine right. considering what's going on mate to be honest yeah everything's good that must be a, yeah it's a difficult situation as well you know because you know it's your loved one it's your mum and everything else i mean I mean, has have you got people that can go around and take stuff around and things? Or, yeah, well, my sister. You know, in terms of food. Yeah, my sister's living there. My sister and a um, a fellow Vic got there. A shout out to those guys who got uh, PRL CrossFit in Stockport. They've had to close down as well, which is unfortunate. And it was, uh, I think, about a month into the the new project that they had there, which was amazing. But they've had to shut down as well. But yeah, they're living with my mum, doing the workouts from the back garden. They're doing everything for her. But um, yeah, yeah, no, it's, like I say, we're just trying to make the best of, of the situation that we're in. But, yeah, and that's one of those things where you, you've got to give a shout out to the parents and that because, you know, my mum's in uh, um, in her late late 80s and she's in Birmingham and I'm up here in Manchester. Yeah. And, um, you know, luckily I've got siblings who are able to look after and take food and whatever else and I'm on the phone on a daily basis. Yeah. Or if not weekly basis. So. And how are they all getting on? Yeah, I mean, when you consider that, you know, there's a distance and everything else, they've got their lives and everything else, but they, they're getting on well. You know, um, my brother's got a laundry business, so he's he's um, he's keep he's kept that open because obviously, you know, the area is in, people are going to need um, things cleaning and everything else. Yeah. So, um, you know, he's, he's doing that. That's good for him. Yeah. Yeah, so. So tell us about your journey, mate, into jiu-jitsu. Like, what got you? Because I know you're from Birmingham yourself originally, like, and, and I've spoken yeah. to you in the gym, but a lot of people haven't spoken to you themselves. But um, I know you've been in um, a lot of different, like, martial arts in the past. Like, where did it all start for yourself, mate? Gosh, um, I'd say it started when my, uh, my older brothers, because... Uh, they were into karate. There's a, a, a very well-known um, temple in Birmingham, um, and Birmingham is one of the places where karate was very big. Yeah. And in the 70s, um, and my older brothers, you know, I remember them coming home and they've got their Bruce Lee magazine, like, um, and I remember them pulling up in this poster of Bruce Lee and um, when he was in Enter the Dragon, where he's in the mirrored um, maze. And just being in awe of that and just thinking what, and then seeing it for the first time, you know, Into the Dragon, all those those classic uh, Wu-Tang Kung Fu movies, um, 
um, you know, Snake, Snake and Eagle Dragon, all those, um, all those classic Kung Fu movies from the back in the day where they'd be dubbing and you know they'd be speaking like two seconds slower than the actual mouth was going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember them. Yeah, I'm a little bit, yeah, yeah. a bit younger, yeah. but yeah, I still remember those. A lot of people do yeah. do. Um, Bruce Lee is is considered one of the, the major guys in his regards to martial arts, even bringing it back into. Was it the seventies and the eighties? What era was it? Yeah. Um, because what well, I'm born '68, so um, uh, my brothers were old, about five or six years older than me. So you know they were able to sort of pass these things down, and um, and just 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 having that, we're just remembering that, and then. Uh, there were places in Birmingham that had started karate, um, very well-known um, uh, kung fu instructor called Hector, who's got an OBE, who's um, um, a fantastic ambassador for the community, yeah. uh, for the West Indian community. My, my heritage is Barbados. Yes. Um, so, you know, in terms of that, you know, there was there was lots of things going on. And as I've gotten older, um, I've sort of decided to, while I was working, I, I decided to join the Territorial Army um, and sort of was attached to, so it was uh, Royal Signals, sorry, Army Catering Corps attached to the Royal Signals. It was just something I just wanted to experiment with. I was thinking about going in the Army full time and I, I thought, now let me just do that first. So I kind of enjoyed that and um, sort of played around with going in the Army and I thought, maybe not. But um, all very beneficial in terms of like the end product as, as to what I am now. Yeah. Um, and then sort of went on to do sort of um, played around a bit with boxing. Um, God rest his soul, my brother, kind of best friend from school, Mike McKenzie, who was the uh, 1993 super heavyweight ABA champion of Great Britain. There's a big name in uh, Birmingham, right, at the time. Well, yeah, I think there were so many big names. You know, you've got the McCrackens who we trained with when we were kids at Birmingham City. But we started out at the, um, we started out boxing at the uh, Holt Pub, which was just by the Villa Ground. Anyone knows the Holt Pub? We used to be upstairs as little kids getting bossed around by, by, uh, by the older <laughs> kids, which was good. And what age but was we, that, mate? What age was you boxing at? Uh, gosh, I started when I was about 12. Yeah. 13 um and then stop started and then me and mike went to, went back and it was a it was an interesting time our, our training was uh training by the name of paddy martin his son dean and uh, bomber great lads um but they were all sort of you know, but that was around the villa i was never into football even though where i well from in birmingham you had to look at the back garden you can see the villa ground. yeah been there myself um, <laughs> yeah yeah so the trinity road so yeah, I'm, I'm down that sort of side of Birmingham. Yeah, but um, that's so I got into that, and um, I I left went up to London to work. Michael carried on, um, and then he won the ABA in '93. Um, but it's very instrumental in terms of you know what we've done. You know, um, uh, we've uh, he's done that. I then went on to do some some bodybuilding, um, won a few competitions, second and third, and things, and. At what level and were they at? Just, mate? Was, did you do that competitive? Like, was that like amateur level, professional level? That was uh, that was amateur level. Um, the gym, because we used to, because I'd, I'd been, I forgot actually, we used to do a lot of powerlifting in a gym by the name of Riviera Gym in Newtown in Birmingham. Yeah. Um, with, um, what was his name? Morris, Morris Fife, I think it was. Um, and, uh, we used to compete out of that gym and we compete all over the country and that was amateur powerlifting 67 kilo class which was uh which was good but yeah it was it was um so you kind of you kind of sharpen your teeth on these things you do earlier in life um and uh that was that was definitely one thing that um, kind of showed me that you know it's only hard work that would get you anywhere uh, but enjoyable at the same time yeah you know yeah, it's um, go on, dude. Sorry, mate. no, 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 no. So, no, no. I was just saying about like the whole karate and then the boxing and, and like weightlifting, it seems to be especially like the older guys, like I know Barry from uh, GB, uh, well, RJ Bolton, he was in a karate and he, he followed a very similar path to yourself where 
a lot of people yeah. was doing karate with the Bruce Lee and then obviously Dorian Yates was knocking around. He was a big, massive influence yeah. in the bodybuilding. So yeah. it seems like a lot of people that are gravitating towards the likes of Jiu-Jitsu at this moment in time have all kind of come from a similar yeah. kind of background. Mm. I think I think you're right there because there was there was a thing where, you know, you go through these kind of periods of thinking as a kid or as a young person, like, yeah, I'm strong. And then you realise that, you know, someone's stronger than you. Yeah. And then you realise that someone's tougher than you. And then you realise that you can't fight when you get hit in your nose and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> You know, and the blood's pouring everywhere, <laughs> and then you think, and then you think that's not going to happen to me again. So you start, you start pushing weights, yeah. And you think, yeah, because you're big, you can deal with anything, but then you still get punched on your nose. So you think, right, okay, I need to do boxing, and then you do boxing, and you get punched you in your nose karate. a bit more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's all, yeah. And then I, I just remember, I remember coming back to Birmingham and uh, was training that doing some bodybuilding at the gym in Birmingham, Stevie B's, Mr. Brindle, shout out to him. Yes. And um, yeah, yeah. And that's, and um, he was, uh, he had UFC one playing while we were training. And we were like, what is, what's that then? What's that? And we were watching it. And I was thinking, and I, I remember just seeing Royce, Royce Garrison take down, you know, probably the, one of the baddest, um, um, kickboxers from um, from uh, from the Netherlands. Yeah, and I was, and I was just like, what the? And then you had all these different people with ankle locks, foot locks, and I'm just thinking, like, what the heck? So that's where it that's where it started. You know, that was about '93. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it was '93. It was, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was '93. Um, and then sort of while I was doing while we was doing the bodybuilding and that sort of what few security and stuff and, and doors and things and but always stayed my profession is I'm a chef by trade so yeah you know that's always that's that's been me yeah but yeah it's 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 strange how things how these these things like back then have this effect on you later on in life which is I just feel blessed that I'm able to um, carry on those things and do them and enjoy them as well and, and being around the right people at, at our um, at RGA uh, Salford you know um, because it, it 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 definitely has what I'm looking for anyway. Yeah, you know it has it has the you know the the right type of people who, or even if it has the right type of people who are wanting to help, um, wanting to give back. Um, there's no egos, and if there are egos, they'll get crushed straight away. Yeah, um, or they will be ex- or through a process of this is how we do our things here. You know, they'll kind of come to realise that, you know, we, we don't need people like that. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it's, I think it's a fantastic, um, I'll just say to you while I, while I remember, is that, you know, you've created a, a fantastic um, ethos and atmosphere in terms of, you know, um, how we and how you want things to run. You know, when everyone comes in, we're shaking hands, we're saying hello, you know, um, with the with the, the instructors that when you're not there they're carrying on that same whole idea and, and things so yeah yeah great. i think it's great. It's really good. yeah mate and i think one of the main reasons for that and we're gonna have um i'm gonna try and get roger on the show as well roger gracie but yeah i've basically kind of like come down from those guys to be honest mate i think jujitsu as a whole it's i think you've got to be that way yeah especially the yeah. likes of people that want to start jujitsu um there's there's guys that want to do MMA and they're a little bit different to the guys that want to do jiu-jitsu like pure Brazilian jiu-jitsu and yeah and a lot more respectful mate to be honest and I think that's what we're creating in the gym and like you're definitely one of the guys that's that helping to create that atmosphere Um, and people will be able to listen to yourself on on this podcast as well you're that type of person Um, I've got a few questions here mate and I wanted to ask you your opinion because yeah, I know yeah. you're, you're a little bit slightly older than me and um, I'd love to be training when I get a little bit older like yourself but again yeah. do you feel like the, the weights that you've been doing yeah. hello Marcel Marcel Hi mate, sorry we lost you there. Hello. Yeah, sorry mate. Um, 
don't yeah. know what happened, but yeah, this is the first yeah. one. I'm sure it'll be one of many little hiccups that we have during the podcast. Yeah. Are you there, dude? It does, it does. Yeah, yeah no, all it was, um, basically, so you were saying... obviously you're not seeing Marcel when he does his nogi, but when um, you're training, mate, you're in good shape. And I just wanted to ask you, like, how do you get to, like, what are your recommendations for anyone out there that maybe a little bit slightly older that that's looking at starting jujitsu? Like, what is it you do to help you keep in shape and uh, just keep you just keep you training, really, mate? That's that's one of the questions that I had for you. For you. Yeah, um, the jujitsu is the, the thing. Um, you know, you could you could. I've got some dumbbells that I, I just use when I'm here, and I, I do dips and press ups and things like that but yeah mainly it's the jiu-jitsu because you know you, you can you can do all the weights and and uh, whatever you want but actually when you're rolling with people like jimmy or or a tj or you know in terms of different body types but you know, they'll take you to places <laughs> you don't, don't want to go to and and you, you and you'll just uh, you'll you'll find that the only way to get fitter and and it doesn't it's not just an aesthetic thing but just get fitter mentally physically is by just getting on that just throwing yourself in you know that's oh yeah, how do you, you find when you're fighting uh, bigger stronger guys do you feel like and it, obviously because you're a lot more experienced than some of the newer guys you you finding that your technique is coming along a bit more and you don't have to rely on strength as much nowadays I think we'd spoken about this and I was trying to trying to find out and, and that's one of the good things about uh, you as a professor in terms of you know giving some advice which you can actually take and use um, you know I've trained with other people over the years and you know um, jiu-jitsu and fighting isn't just about the um, physical aspect or about being hard yeah. or whatever else there's a mental side and you know your your your, your help and your guidance is, is is what I need in order to move forward. And you know, I just like to say thank you for giving you know for making me think that I was I was ready for my blue belt because I, I had mate, no definitely deserved it, mate. Never gotten that. Um, so so a uh, thank you for that. But um, that is in terms of fighting um, or running with bigger guys. Um, kind of finally got this whole kind of thing in my head now where it's you know it's not about me trying to push them or whatever else it's just about me moving myself and and um and just going with the flow of someone who's bigger but it doesn't mean yeah. to say that i need to be yeah no definitely mate it's something that i've had to do on my life well jujitsu yeah. career anyway mate but yeah and um we've had a, a request off yeah i think it was dave potter as well he's we're gonna get him on the show at some point, but he's he understands the yeah. the psychology of like people are a little bit I don't know scared to fight bigger guys because they think they're gonna get crushed. But as you see him on myself when I was fighting, I know Wahid wants to shout out, so I'll use his name right now. But uh, when I was rolling Wahid, um, he's like probably twice the size of me. Yeah. Um, it's just getting that reaction of somebody else's energy and then using it against them and then just moving out of the way. And, and again, that's the only thing I can revert to is because I'm a smaller guy. But again, this is what we're trying to put across to everybody in the gym. And um, and, and seeing you using the same same principles, it's like you're not just staying in one position and fighting strength for strength. I've seen you moving on top, moving around. If someone's resisting, you're just spinning the other way, which... It's something you got to do nowadays. It's, you can't just fight people anymore. You got you got to kind of use jujitsu. Yeah, definitely, and that's something that you you've been saying to me for quite a while, and I I couldn't I couldn't quite I, I couldn't comprehend it in a physical sense. Yes, I understood what you were saying, but it it, it took time for me to actually um, implement that into. Uh, um, no, and then I got injured. Oh, it's always <laughs> so, away, mate. It's always away. What was it that you did, mate? Well, I was um, 
I think, yeah, I had the weekend off and uh, Brigitte was like, oh, you want to come to the gym? So I thought, oh, okay, I'll, I'll come along. And I, I very rarely do. Um, and, you know, in terms of being together, so I, I, I thought I'd go along. And, um, and I don't know what I did there. And then, because I work at... Um, Wait, just say that word again, mate. What, what was that for, game and, for all the Reds out there? Remember, Where is it? Just so all you football fans know, I'm not. I'm not. I don't do that football banter. I'm not. You know, even though I'm from. You're a Villa fan, from, mate. You can say what you want. <laughs> even though I'm from Burnley. No, 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 no. no the I'm... only fan I am is of life and people and. I don't know, love, mate. But, I'm all, I was just. But, yeah, yeah, I get you. I know where you're going. I know where you're going. No. No, right, no, that, not what he, he, no, no. He, I don't know who he supports. He supports oh, some, right, okay. some oh, football right. team from down Liverpool somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so okay. go on, mate. How did you get injured, mate? Was it yeah. at the gym? <laughs> um, do you know what? I had a I had a meniscus operation in 2012, 2012-2013. And that didn't heal properly. And I, I think I've been compensating the way I walk. Yeah. And I've had sciatica. You know, all these little things you get. And I just think my, I think that my left knee was sort of like, you know what? You need to slow down. So, um, but luckily, um, so yeah, so it's swollen. Um, couldn't bend it or couldn't bend down. Um, tried to roll. But then I remember I was yelping like a little puppy when I... Someone touched my knee. Is it fully so, recovered uh, now, mate? Yeah. But what you know what? It's getting better because I've um on the last pod the, your esteemed guest on the last podcast, you know, I feel very <laughs> humble to be come after Danny him. Danny Fern. What a guy. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Danny. Yeah, yeah, legend, legend, legend. But he'd um, he was going through some injuries, um, and I think one of them was his knee or something. And he had um, put me on to, and I just wanted to see some information on CBD, yeah. read about it, and everything else. And that I must say has relieved the pain. So then, so then I can actually yeah. train and get stronger with the knee. So hopefully, by the, not hopefully by. When lockdown finishes, everything else, I'll be back. Because um, I, I think I've been off from about October of last year. Or not at 100. Not at yeah, but it's good that you've carried on, though, mate. Because so, I could um, say we're all going to get our niggles. And I don't think anybody in the gym has not got, like, just 100% where they've not mm. got a little niggly injury. I think we're all going to get them. But how did you manage that? Like, how did yeah. you manage your injury yeah. and still come to the class? And tell us about that. Yeah, well, I, I just made sure that, um, first of all, you know, I kind of put, I don't eat as much meat now as yeah. I used to. Um, and I think that's helped. Um, eating a lot healthier, drinking a lot of water. Um, and um, and also I've been doing some physio, shout out to the physio people in the, on the, what was it, Manchester Road Bolts. And uh, they did a bit of physio on me. Uh, and explain as to what I needed to do. So I've been doing that in terms of um, strengthening and using different yeah. techniques of uh, exercises. And then also when I when I get injured, um, I you know I'll just it, it took a long time, but I I just I yeah. won't roll. Yeah. And that is so hard not to do because you, you see, at the end of the class you see everyone rolling and you're sort of this left on the sidelines, but you know got to think of the longer picture my my, yeah. my long aims as opposed to my short gains so um i will i'll just come out and i'll just do the yeah. um intermediate class to be honest um, mate i think it's enough for anybody enough, yeah the, the fundamentals don't, don't push it what do you think of the new fundamentals yeah, uh, the now. curriculum and the, the the way that the class is structured because obviously um rga we do things a little bit differently as regards to the warm up we do the the techniques, but we have to, the 30 minutes specific. How, how have you been finding that? That, that is really, I think that you can see how that has helped people's games exponentially because prior to that, there was, um, what's his name now? Oh gosh, 
what does he look like? I'll try and reel some names on. Remember his name. Um, young, Deck. young lad. It rolls a lot with uh, Jimmy. Yeah. Um, Deck, yeah. young lad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant lad. Loving to bits. Good guy. His game. His game has just shot through the roof. And I think a lot of it has to do with this whole new system because we're constantly having to think about what we've got to yeah. do every fundamental. You know, because it could be side control, it could be mounts, it could be um, um, in guard, all of those things. And, and you, you've got to be able to know how to do that. I'm sure he'll be loving this, the cool. comments. <laughs> you know? But it... No, I, you know, I think everyone's game has just gone through the roof in terms of that because, you know, we can't come in with the same thing. We're just going to come in. We're going to do a little bit of um, a warm-up. Then we're going to go from warm-up to yeah. a bit of technique. And then we're going to roll. Whereas now, we're doing all of those things, but we're, we've actually got 30 minutes of specifics. So, so specifics how would you describe really specifics helps. in your, like... How would you mm-hmm. describe it to anyone listening that's never trained before? Like, gosh, it'd be like mm. specifics are fundamental to everything in terms of, you know, um, it's like I'm I'm studying I'm studying a lot of Moorish history and history yeah. in terms of my identity and everything else, and in order to do that. I need to know the basics of, you know, how to analyze and what's critical thinking, what's analytical thinking, all these things. And then I can start looking at things from a more wider aspect. And then I can be more subjective. And fundamentals give you the ability to then, when you do go and roll with someone or you do go and practice a technique, you then have the ability to not only do the technique, but also then be able to counter and be defensive yeah. and attack at the same time. So I, I think in, in terms of that, you know, that's definitely, um, that's my interpretation of, of fundamentals. Sorry, Why, um... specifics. And then you get, get the yeah. <laughs> sweat on you as well. Which so for those listening as well, I've never trained. So basically what, what we're talking about here is we have positions in jiu-jitsu where we have the mount, we have closed guard, side control, uh, the back. And after we've had the, the warm-up, we've done the, the techniques and then we've got... Um, sorry, we just someone's just come in. Um, we've got the technique. So we'll do like the self-defence aspects and then we'll go into three rounds of a particular position, which, for instance, Marcel will be with deck. Decker starting the mount on Marcel and then Marcel has said an escape and then you'll switch to positions, Marcel will go on top and we'll do that. But that one position, then we'll move to the close guard position and side control. So, yeah, we, we never used to do that now, but I, I, getting back to the point of like y- your fitness, just doing the fundamentals and the 30 minutes of specifics and then going straight into intermediate, which again, it's a similar format. I don't think there's going to be <laughs> much... Better Mike. Hello. 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 Yeah, I'm sorry, back. dude. So, no problem. After no the problem. specifics in the intermediate, um, again, yeah. it's just you must be knackered after that because it's like two hours, pretty much, of full-on training. So, I don't oh, think yeah. you need to do any more rolling, yeah. to be honest, pal. No, 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 no. I want it to be like how how it was. When I, when I was there, which I, you know, I do a class of, do the uh, CrossFit and then do the intermediate, the role, and then the, the advanced. And, um, and it, I, I just feel like I'm not able to do that, but I'm having to just re- realign my whole consciousness and go, hold on, that doesn't matter. We'll be able to get there, get the injury sorted, and then you'll be fine. So, I, I definitely feel like the, the system that we set up now um, even when I've spoken to Roger myself, like when he's at the seminar on the way yeah. down to the seminar, um, I asked him a couple of questions regards to preparation for competitions and stuff. And he, he basically just said that all he ever did was he's just focused on specific. Because if you think about 
rolling with somebody it's it's just going to be one part of a specific whether or not you get inside yeah. control bottom is say you get swept someone's on top it's it's basically a specific training i think it's it's bringing everybody on like you said it's bringing everybody on most definitely most definitely and it, when you think about how many how many we started with and how many we have now yeah you know, you must be doing something. Yeah, well, again, mate, it's a combined effort. Like, we have a curriculum to follow. Um, yeah, and we have a curriculum to follow. But, again, if people come down to the gym and then they don't feel welcome, yeah. then they're not going to stay around. But we're tending to find um, people that are coming down, they're sticking around for longer, which is, it's, it must be definitely down to you guys for making them feel welcome. You know, I think we just need to think about if it, you know, if you were that individual coming down to an environment, you know, I remember, and I, I always go back to the days where I was, you know, doing the boxing, the bodybuilding, the, 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 all these different things. And, you know, it's just this, sometimes it's just this testosterone field, swimming pool of just like people just grunting and it, that doesn't do anyone no. anything, you know. So, you know, actually welcoming people and having a chat with them. Because you never know what, 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 you know, they may inspire you with something they say. I mean, there was one of the guys who would, I'm sorry, I've forgotten his name, but he, we were talking and he, I, I was asking, you know, how are you, how are you finding it? And he was just like, I'm, I just think this is brilliant. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm losing weight. And, you know, and I'm, he was a chef as well. So we, we had a bit of a rapport there because we were chatting. Away. Yeah. And then he was saying how um, that he, you know, he would never would have never have thought that doing something as physical would be so rewarding in terms of what it gives yeah. him. You know, and and he had and like everyone else has issues. I mean, one of the reasons that I started then started right. I'm going to start jujitsu. Is I I got divorced and jujitsu really saved my life. Otherwise, I'd have done some crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, and just the, just having a chat with people like that, and just, you know, them telling you their their whole reason for wanting to do this, you know, I just think it's fantastic. And trying to make those people feel welcome um, in a genuine way, I think, it only helps. It helps everyone at the end of the day. Oh, mate, I agree. That's one of the things that we're trying to achieve. Because, like we were saying back in the last episode, just. My own perspective of joining a gym when I first started back in '08, I came back. I just didn't feel yeah. didn't feel part of a group. Even after two years of training, I still didn't feel part of a group. Where my biggest, biggest, biggest concern is making sure that when somebody's comes through the gym, like yourself included, you're always welcomed by somebody in the gym, and we introduce, yeah. and everybody goes over and makes an effort and makes them feel welcome, and they don't have to feel that that unease of not fitting in. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's that's totally true. That's totally true. Because um, I just I I, I remember because I started back in Banbury um, with Vince Cessignon. Yeah. Who uh, and when I when I started, and he was the one that put me through it. And I just remember, you know, it was like I was drowning at every session. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, literally drowning at every session, you know, trying to push people off, getting armed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I'm, I'm there like, you know, as though I'm sort of gasping for air and people saying, there was a, one of the guys, uh, Darius Polish, I used to, call, used to call me Papa. Come on, Papa, more Papa. <laughs> Papa, come on, come on. And I'd be there going, I can't, I can't. <laughs> come on, Papa. You know. <laughs> But, uh, Was that back in the day when you used to use strength? Oh, strength. <laughs> I tell you what, I was I was Hercules. Was, yeah. That's probably why you <laughs> were blowing Hercules. out your ass, mate. To be honest, <laughs> it yeah. was. It was. I tell you, it's it's strange how you know, because, and I just love when you get those people who come in and they're like, yeah, all right, lads, yeah, like Johnny Concrete as a call, yeah. right, you know what I mean? And they're like giving it the big end, and then oh. And then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, Julie or Tony, you know, ten five stone weekly and put them with yeah. them. And it's not, it's, and it's, it, because you have to let go of your ego within jujitsu. Yeah. 
otherwise you'll you'll it will it will be your undoing. Yeah. And it's like leaving that ego off off the map. You don't need that. So how would you how would you what would what would your uh, words be to somebody who's who's looking at joining, mate? Like how do they just because I know it's not a natural thing, is it, for for be in that position and not use strength? Like that's all you've got when you first come. Yeah. So what would you what would your recommendations be? You know what, I, I get what you're saying, but you know what, I think everyone has to go through that in order for it to be like a rebirth. <laughs> you've got to go through <laughs> the like trenches, a... that you've got to make the mistakes. You've yeah. got you've got to get yeah. out of bed a few times, yeah. choked about sixteen yeah. times. Yeah. You've got to try and push something that's um, in um, immovable. You know, <laughs> you've got to tr- you've got to try to str- arm strength something, yeah. um, and and then you kind of realise that oh. Actually, it isn't strength. Oh, right, okay. Oh. <laughs> and then yeah. ice your arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ice your Getting arm. Get the ibuprofen. Yeah, yeah. CBD. Have a few coughs. Have a few coughs after you've been choked. <laughs> but you know, I, 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 we joke about it. But it, on a serious note, you know, we we don't kind of. Um, we don't, and there's something that you don't do. And, and I've been in places where, you know, people like the bullies. They like to be like the the enforcer or whatever. And that's that's not where we're. About. No, that's not how the how we run our our um, our, our home uh, because it is because I mean what what Paul's created there in terms of the um, uh, the CrossFit and everything else. And the the little bar and these boxing and everything else, and then we've moved in there. It, it's kind of created a very very good um, atmosphere in terms of you know getting on with the CrossFit people and having a training with them. Yeah. Them seeing what we do, we see what they do. You know. So, we're, we're we're trying to organise a, a crossover training session where we, we'll go and do a bit of CrossFit, show them how it's done, and then and then they'll come in our side, and then we'll show them how it's done in there yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, both, both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to get some of the CrossFit yeah. guys and girls over there. And this is a, this is, I don't know, it's like you say, ego. I, I feel like there's more of an ego in CrossFit only because of. Uh, it's just so competitive. Yeah. And it's, it, it's, if I remember back to that kind of bodybuilding days, it, it, it's, not, it's not like that because a lot of them in there. You know, they they're very focused. You know, they know what what aims and what goals and what what they want to achieve, just like yeah. And it, I wouldn't kind of liken it to any kind of like the bodybuilding kind of thing because you know their their uh, their fitness levels is totally different to a, a, a bodybuilding um, level of muscle mass and everything. Yeah. Else. So, but it would be good to get get some of them in. I mean, I have sort of said to a few of them, you you fancy it? One or two have tried. Um, which is good. I, I've tried the CrossFit, and believe me, that is that stuff is the real. Yeah, it's not easy, is it, mate? No, I was in there and I was breathing out. <laughs> I was, I was, bre- I, I, but I, I, again, mate, good. again, I, I've done my CrossFit myself, and what everybody does, they go 100 miles an hour like they do at the start of um, Jiu Jitsu when they're first starting out. Whereas if you look, the likes of like the Rich Fronins and the Matt Frazier's. You don't you don't really yeah. see him rushing. You just see him yeah. taking the time and plodding on, and plodding on. Yeah. And um, it's that tortoise in the hair. Yeah, mate. It? Yeah, it's definitely that. And again, that just comes with experience, I think. And yeah. So, um, how long have you been training jujitsu now for, Marcel? Give us a real, the real, okay. the real, so, real honest answer. <laughs> so I've had people call, especially Carlos. Yeah. He's called me a, a sandbagger. Yeah, that's a standard phrase. <laughs> that's only that's only if you've been training like way, way longer than what your current belt level shows. So, yeah, I, I have been sandbagging, <laughs> and the reason for that, <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll tell it straight up, uh, is that because I'm a chef and I'm self-employed, and I'll work like I, I was in Paris for the Ryder Cup, then I go down to London to work, um, and I run this opera at an estate, um, and I'm there for six weeks. Um, you know, uh, I do um, functions all over the place. So, you know, sometimes I'm away. I, I was in uh, Darlington for a good year um, at a hotel, helping them out. 
Um, luckily, I was able to join Tenth Planet Darling. Tenth Planet Darling. Yeah. Um, but but other than that, um, I started in two. I started in December two thousand and twelve. All right, so it was a good while ago. Was that on and off though? Yeah. Oh yeah, because you know um, the hours I do because um, self-employed, I made it work seven days, 20 days straight, 30 days straight. Yeah. Um, so I can't train. Um, and, you know, it's from morning till night. Now, if I've got function to do for, you know, for like Ryder Cup or um, for the Olympics or whatever, I'm, I'm out of the picture for a long while. Yeah. Um, it's just like last year when I was explaining to you that, um, you know, I'm, I go down to London for six weeks and I work there. Um, and that's how it's been. So it's only now I've moved here um, where I've been able to actually have more of a consistency. Yeah. And, and, and really sort of hone my, hone my skills. I can always remember when I first seen you, you were training with us and you had a white belt on and I was like, that guy's not a white belt. No, I thought no, you was no. one of those guys. You come in and start smashing everybody's gyms up. <laughs> no, no. People, and that's strange you say that because everyone thinks that when they first see me I'm like what like, do I <laughs> no but you move really well mate. you can tell you've trained before no. which is a testament to yourself and again it's just unfortunate you've been in positions where you've not been able to be graded and stuff like that but no it's like I say you're far from it mate You know, it's just when you first see your movement on top you're moving around really well and I was like this guy's done something before no it was um because when I moved up here in 2015, um, prior to that, I was with um, uh, 10th Planet Birmingham and Bam. Well, not it, it wasn't Birmingham. I used to train with their instructor. Well, he used to teach our instructor, and I trained with, in Bamboo. Yeah. Um, and then I moved up here. Um, and then I was, I was, funny enough, I was looking for somewhere to train. And my wife had phoned Barry uh, to join what, as it was, the Gracie Borough. Yeah, yeah. In, um, in Wharton. Yeah. But I, up, I opted for, um, who did I go with instead? I went with uh, Mundo, which is Will Burke. Yeah. Um, they, they were open in Radcliffe. So when I, when I, my, I got my, I got my two-stripe white belt from Vince Sessignon in Burma, in Banbury in 2000. And, when did I leave? 2000. Uh, I'll have to have a look at the picture. 2014, I think it was. Yeah. No, Michael passed away in, in November 13. That's it. I got it in, uh, I got it in, um, on the, 18th of November 2013. Yeah. And no one's, no one's great. And, and Will Burke, I didn't get a promotion while I was there um, in uh, Radcliffe. Uh, and, um, but in the, but, you know, it was good. Great, great experience. Yeah. Great experience. And I, I thought to myself, you know, why not have a, from a 50th birthday, I thought one out of a, a, a um, MMA debut, which was really good, really enjoyable. So you've you've have you fought MMA? Yeah, yeah, I, I did the uh, what's it called now? Um, I've got the Brisbane medal. There it is. Here it is, right by me. MMA challenge. That's it. So is that like was that MMA. was that a real like a like a, an MMA event or was it like a white collar show or what was it? It was it was. Um, people that were doing either boxing at MMA and you could enter it, uh, they'd train you for however many weeks and then you'd be put against someone, your own ability. Um, you'd been, an, it was in an octagon ring and, um, and let me think three rounds, three minute, three, three minute rounds or three, two minute rounds. Um, it, was, it was massive. How did you get off? Um, I lost by points. Oh. I lost on decisions, but you know what? Just just doing that whole process of just getting to that moment—that was probably one of the hardest things I've done. Wow! Just you know even I mean? stepping into the octagon, mate. Like, yeah, I'm surprised you yeah. did it. To be honest, mate. Like, just speaking to you, but no, yeah. I'm, I'm, I had no doubt that you would have done it. It's just, yeah. it's a. Uh... I did it for my mate. I did it. I did it for the uh, memory of my my brother who passed away in 2013 on 19th because that year, 
I remember him saying, oh, let's go away, um, all dads. So there's um, Dave Jones, myself, Mike McKenzie. We took our kids away to uh, Mallorca. Yeah. So it was three dads, five kids. And we had we was there for a week. And um, that was in August. And then he and then he had a heart attack in the um, in the November. <clears throat> and um, so I've always in the back of my mind, I always thought I wanted to do something. Yeah. Yeah, in his memory, and, and that's that's what. Oh, it's nice, about. mate. I'm sorry to hear about that loss, but it's just nice for you to have no, done that, mate. And you got the yeah. the medal there to remind you of the things that you've done. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll have to get you'll have to come round. I'll get my projector out. You can watch it. No, I will. I'll be like, right. You should have double legged him here. You should have. You should have spun to his back there. Have you ever got? Have you got any yeah. thoughts of competing in jiu-jitsu yourself? Do you think you'd ever do it again? Or absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I've never, I've never competed in jiu-jitsu. That's something that I've, I've wanted to do, but it's either because there was a show I was going to do last year, but it was when I went to because we go to France for two weeks, so that was um, that was then, and then um, then I was in London. Um, so it's just trying to tie you down. That, that's the biggest thing, tying you down, mate. Committing you to something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know Jimmy's in charge of the competition scene. He, he wants to be getting like taking the lads around competing, and, and I know he's looked at oh, a yeah. lot of dates, but obviously they're all out the window at the moment. Well, um, the way things are going, I mean, you know, I'm furloughed, so you know, I can just I'm just sort of at home doing what I need to do. But once this is all once this is all out and done, and we're we're back, I don't think we'll be back to normal. I don't think we'll know what normal. I think we'll look back at normal and think, oh, something's changed. You know, um, yes, it's having a negative effect on quite a lot of people uh, mentally and physically as well. Like, it's just a shame. I just feel like I just hope we can go back to normal and not have to worry about going within a meter of somebody without looking at them like they're a weirdo. And even just going to the super, I don't know if you've had that yet where. There's kind of three kind of scenarios when you go to the supermarket. There's the people who you walk past them and they're like, they're almost climbing or scaling the, the shelves to get past them, yeah. you know, to try and keep away from you. Or you've got the ones that will have just carry on as normal. Yeah. And then, and then you have the ones who just push in front of you and, and sort of get what you're going for. Yeah. <laughs> I've had that so, one. Yeah. Yeah. And you just like, uh, I mean, I don't know how there's no flour in the supermarket. Have you seen any flour in the supermarket? No, mate. I tried. We, we went to go and get some flour for, I think it was some baking we was going to do, myself and Finn. And yeah. there wasn't yeah. a little yeah. bit of flour in the whole supermarket. Yeah. What the hell? But but there's loads of bread. So what are they, what are, what are they trying to say? Buy the bread and do no bake? <laughs> Seems that way, man. We, we couldn't find any. Like, I know Brandon, one of the... Uh, Vaughn's sister's fella he's been doing a lot of baking yeah. and uh, okay. he, he's been getting it he's getting more from the corner shops I think the corner shops have got more than the supermarkets at the moment yeah yeah it's it's crazy I mean the, the toilet roll up I, the, when we got locked down because the Saturday we stopped working and I feel sorry for the people because we were we were prepping for a wedding for I think it was like 80 people you know, we'd made all the food. We were just about to pack up. Um, it's like five o'clock in the evening. And then they come in and say, oh, everywhere's closed down. You've got to go home. You know, so you can imagine how that, that couple were, you know, in terms of they were going to get married on the Saturday. We were prepping for that wedding on the Friday. And, and then they were told, you know, it's not happening. Oh, yeah, I know a lot of, Weddings have been cancelled, but not as not as early as that. You're thinking you're going to get married, and then literally that there and then the day before, it's just all falls apart. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. So yeah. would you have to just pack up and leave, and then that was it? Just go home and. Well, we. Yeah, we. we um, the food had to be disposed of because you can't freeze anything down because who knows when it's going to be when it you know you can only keep it for a certain amount of time. So we had to dispose of everything all the stuff that wasn't cooked, we could give back into our dry stores and whatever else. But um, no, it was uh, just, you don't, you don't really realise the impact it has. Um, 
I mean, when we was at Man City, the we had the four games in a row, and I think I'd gotten you to come, didn't I? You wanted to come. Yeah, yeah, you got us the tickets, and yeah. I got yeah, yeah, and we all that food had to be gotten rid of each game. And, uh, it's it's crazy times, man. Like I don't think we'll ever see this again. I just hope we're we're all we all come back stronger from it. Again, I was speaking to mm. Wahid over Instagram, and he, he's. He's just slightly concerned as well as regards to how the long-term effects are going to be on, on everybody, to be honest. Mm. Um, again, I just hope we can overcome it and, and get back to normality as quickly as possible. Mm. So what So what are the next few weeks look like for you? If it stays the same, just um, carry on doing your, your gardening? Well, I think, I'm, I think I've painted everywhere in the house that I could paint. <laughs> I'm sure get I'm sure I'm sure people will find other places for me to paint, but um, yeah, it, it's what it is. But um, I'm going to call my daughter later because she's asked me for some advice on um, a pro- one a project she's doing for college. Yeah. Um, and I will um, photography. I'm, I'm I bought my camera because I remember I came round. I asked you if I could uh, take some photographs and videos. Yeah, yeah. And don't. How did you get on with that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, um, I'm, you know, every day is a learning curve. <laughs> every day is a learning curve, and it, I just find it fantastic. You know, it's something I used to do when I was a lot younger, and um, I'm able to take do it now, and uh, just, yeah, just enjoying it, really enjoying it. Is it like starting, starting from scratch, like you're looking? Because I have an interest in photography myself, but again, I, have to, okay. I just can't commit at the moment because of everything that's going on work-wise. It's like I'd love yeah. to. Like we have yeah. Craig Travis in, he's a great photographer. We've got, um, I know TJ's, um, he's got his own Instagram page now. We've taken photos as well, yourself. Um, it's definitely, people are getting into it a lot more now. Yeah, I think people are just finding time to do and be and live, you know. I mean, when was the last time that people have been able to do the things that, they wanted to do. Oh. I don't think there's ever been a time like that, you know. I think a society it was. Yeah, society just makes you work like you're just working constantly. It's like you've never got time to do anything else, have you? So yeah. And it, it's also one of those where you know, I've heard people that were instead of them being furloughed, the, the firms just got rid of them. Yeah. Or in, or you know, it's had the opposite effect. And it's really shown who is and who isn't for the greater good of mankind, humankind. And because that's just, you know, you've got Richard Branson who wants to give, who wants a bit of help on his island. Yeah. You know, no, sorry, who wants to, he wants help and wants to give an island to the government, but surely it's about helping one another. Yeah. You've got, you know, how much, how many more billions do you need? I know, mate, I know. Before you, before, before you're going to help someone. It's, well, I don't think we've ever answered that question, would we? Because I don't think we're going to get there. No. <laughs> it's, no, it's just no. a shame, mate. I just hope, like I say, we're just fortunate that we're, we're safe at the moment and the weather's yeah. nice. You're looking <laughs> outside. It's, it's Yeah. And again, we've got the freedom to, to do what we want at the minute. Um, mm. So, you know, like I say, just... Just crack on, cracking on. I know there's a few of us that yeah. put in a little bit of weight on. A few trips hey, to the fridge. <laughs> oh my word! Tell me about it. Tell me about it. <laughs> how many times did I? How many times you go to the fridge a day? Oh, uh, just once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. mate. Look at look. Luckily, there's all veg in my fridge, and you know, very little naughty stuff. Yeah. Because it just get it just gets eaten straight away. But uh, yeah. <laughs> No, I uh, no, I think we're gonna Finn's um just playing outside. I'm gonna go and have a game of football with him and then what are the plans good, for the rest good. of the day, dude? Are you just gonna be carrying on with your your projects? Yeah, I'm gonna do a little bit of study on some etymology and um and look at some uh, books on the um the um the moorish um uh, the moorish empire so yeah that's what I'll, that's what i'll be doing a bit of studying. i don't forget you've got your daughter's um college project 
Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I'll get in trouble for that. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I um, I appreciate you coming on today, mate. It's been interesting, and, and I just just getting to know some of the things that you've been up to, mate. It's just great, and hopefully, people listening will be able to talk to you about some of the things that you've been up to, and and they'll have a similar interest in what you do as well, mate. Oh, you know what? We're we're all we're all um, we're all God's children. We're all uh, um, you know we're all here to help one another. So you know, shout out if you need to get a hold or chat or whatever. You know, yeah, it's not a problem. Just there. And if you if you want looking for somewhere to do jujitsu with a great atmosphere, great people, um, a good social um, uh, social life as well within the really good community, come on down to RGA Salford. Cheers, dude. Nice one, Marcel. Pleasure. Cheers, mate. Thanks, and have a great day, mate. Right. Thanks for coming on. Oh, Appreciate it. I will, Professor. Love to the family. Take Cheers, care. dude, and you too. Take care, my okay. mate. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.